0: Welcome back to the Human Up Podcast. (laughs) That that's my little attempt at trying to sing. (laughs) But let me know if I should just never do that again. Thank you for tuning in to the Human Up Podcast, the place to learn everything about emotional intelligence and how to use it to create more clarity in our lives, deepen our relationships access our intuition, and help us make better decisions and manage stress so that we can flourish from a more stable foundation in our lives. So I'm super excited about this episode with a good friend of mine, Iran Thongdi. He is an actor and singer and songwriter. I will link his Spotify in the description below. We had met in college actually, so way back when, but um, And, and actually didn't really hang out with each other as much, but only just recently in this last year reconnected, um, after kind of just finding each other on social media and seeing the, the, he, he just reached out after seeing the content that I've been putting out as well. And, and we just decided to reconnect and, um, you know, both geek out about, uh, a, a similar mission that we're going for in, in our path right now. So I'm super excited to share this episode. We ended up, um, just hanging out and, and talking in, in the car while we we're you know, driving around. And, um, so forgive me for the, uh, the somewhat poor audio quality there. Um, I didn't have like this super high tech mic uh to to be recording this so there's some rattling and some cuts here and there i definitely had to go th- in go in and take out all the unnecessary you know conversation so um we we had some nuggets though we talked about a lot of you know mental health and asian american and uh access to it as well as the the stigma around prioritizing our mental health um we talk a lot about our own personal journeys and what we're aiming for and and why we're doing the work that we do and we pull out a couple other nuggets that as i was listening back to the, the episode uh, has been super helpful, so hopefully you can pull some value out of it yourself as well. A little bit of housekeeping, though, before we get into the episode. I do have a Facebook group to uh, engage with with you guys as well. Um, you can join at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash human up Facebook. And uh, when you do request, I really would appreciate if you answer the questions as you join so I get to know a little bit about you and where you're coming from. If you're lazy to answer any questions, I won't approve the request, so make sure you answer the questions when you join. But again, it's bit.ly slash Facebook. and there you'll find that I've been doing a live stream every week uh, to teach about emotional intelligence and to share what I've been learning along the way as I've been going through my own journey as well, developing my emotional maturity uh, and resilience. So um, definitely check that out and check out all the replays in the Facebook group as well. Um, I have you know a quick little lesson as well as some worksheets or, or things to be working on to help improve your own emotional intelligence so uh hope to see you there with that I hope you enjoy the episode
1: yo what's up homie <laughs> my name is Oran chilling with the homie Victor Yep. having hearts hearts and shit hell yeah <laughs> what's you putting my song on there what is your that song that is so called? badass just, just look up Oran is this it Yep. Alright, listen up. <laughs> yeah. Do you make your own music too? So I wrote this and then I have a, a producer named Peter. Shout outs to Peter Kruger for arranging this and mixing it. I wrote this a year ago and it's about mental health. It's a mental health song. And I uh, I pushed it again on 1010, which is world, wa- or world Mental Health. Yeah. It was what it was? Yeah. Because I want to spread awareness. People don't talk about the problems enough. Like it's so uncomfortable to have those types of conversations. It's, like, it's, it's, it's something that has been, been kind of like, a, what's the word? Stigmatized. It's stigmatized, but it's like people. It's it's kind of been. Um, that's probably the best word for it. It's <laughs> like I know the word for it. But it's like it, even even like I've had I've had times when um, I've had times when I was super frustrated, right? And instead of keeping it like, I don't think it, it even has to be as um, as extreme as going to see a therapist. Like maybe you should yeah. see one if it's you know life threatening, yeah. or even before that. But it's even as easy as just talking it talking it out loud and saying it saying it for what it is. Right. Because I think um, I think what happens a lot is when you have these thoughts in your head, it might feel like you have a million thoughts in your head. But when you actually put it out there say for what it is it feels a bit better definitely instead of internalizing
0: it yeah our, our minds will just like mix up everything all together into one mush
1: and it just it's, feels it's a tar- much more intense to... than it really is yeah, yeah. In, in that in saying it for what it is you're actually organizing it in a way mm-hmm. you ever like you ever like hang out with the not hang out with a person but like see a person and they're being like a fucking asshole and you're like I wonder what happened Do You ever think about that at all, or is that just me?
0: No, I ain't thinking about that way too much. (laughs) Yeah, because like in my my head, that's like the first thing I will question, and and it's like
1: it's it's almost annoying to a point. It's like, who hurt you? (laughs) No, exactly, no. Like that's my first thought, because like if like if a dude's being an asshole, I'm like, first off, you being an asshole to me because you're hurt doesn't justify your shit. Yeah. But I'm curious. Yeah. What happened, right? Yeah. And I might go to an extreme at this point, but it's like I. I don't know if I when when people are fucking douchebags to me It doesn't I, excuse that. It, it doesn't excuse that. And I, and, and I know that rationally but emotionally yeah. I give them a lot of a lot of chances. Sharing sure, automatically. And that so, yeah. could probably say more about who I am as a person, but um, Does that make sense? I think so. I mean like you you
0: you're empathizing with them more so than than you know, blaming them
1: for something, That's right? Probably a better way to put it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, quick pause here. This is where I had to cut out a, a bunch of our conversation because it just was not relevant. So, um, while we're here, though, I'd love to use this opportunity to share a quick message from my sponsor before we get back into the episode. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up Podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that... I honestly have been cultured and and kind of pressured to to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to, Record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so you don't even need any extra software or services to to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up, and, and we can do something there with that let's get back to the episode
1: that's no, cool man that's no, cool. cause like my my goals right now man it's very uh, cause I wanna go back to school yeah but I'm like fuck like this is it's a commitment mm-hmm. because I wanna get my uh, masters in mental health counseling okay but I'm like fuck is this really what I wanna do if I spend 3-4 years getting my fucking masters and I get out of it and I go I don't I didn't yeah. wanna do this yeah I don't know But I've always I feel like I've always been Pretty um, I've always been Interested in people Yeah As a whole And I think People suffer Way much more Than They should Mm -hmm. And I feel very strongly About that And I Think there's not much Access to that either Sometimes Mm -hmm. Because of where People are Economically Like for example Like my dad He's He's depressed. He, he 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 doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know I know he is. Like I I, mm-hmm. I just have a this uh this inkling. Like just, yeah. I just know. Like you yeah. just um, so things like that. Because I come from a Southeast Asian family. You know I'm I'm, I'm Laotian. I'm La Laotian. My my mom was born in Cambodia, but culturally we're we're Laotian. And there was a study done um, around uh, around the time of, like, communism, when like, Pope was in power, right? And they were basically saying that, like, the majority of the, like, five years after the majority of the Cambodians came here from Cambodia, they showed, like, the majority of them showed signs of some sort of trauma. Yeah. But the thing is, um, they came from a place where, much like in the Western culture, you don't talk about those things. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is they don't have access to those type of things, which basically means if you're if you're the the type of person who or if you're a person who has some trauma and you haven't um, resolved that, you're going to pass it down to your kids by any sort of verbal or nonverbal types of interactions. Right. And that just kind of like that just kind of keeps going. Keeps going. Exactly. That's why I want to get into it. Yeah, that's why I want to get into it because life is fucking dope, dude. <laughs> life, is, <laughs> life is fucking sick, dude. Yeah,
0: if we can like figure out how to thrive in it, you know. And do you think like what ways do you want to like a- attack that? I guess then,
1: you know, like is it through counseling or? That's, is That's like, that's a question I've been asking myself yeah. a lot. Is when when I ask myself, I want to help people. That's a very broad statement. Yeah. Because right. you can help people in many ways, right? You can. Yeah. Right. You can go into mental health counseling, obviously. You can be a nurse. Right. You can. You can even you can be a speaker. Be a speaker. Like, yeah. Exactly. You know? Like there's so many ways to help people. And I don't. I've never really thought about that yet. I mean, I, I mean, I have, but it's like I don't know where to lean. So this 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 kind of where my um my my gray area of thinking yeah. is is best at, right? Like. I'm not gonna do like for example my ideally what I want to see at least right now at least with the information I have currently is I would love to have um, a book of clients Mm -hmm. that I'm able to um, consult but also be um, like a professor or a teacher in some capacity and the reason why I want you know obviously for the first thing like why I want to be a mental health counselor is because I like people. I think people deserve to have the best life they can possibly have, mm-hmm. with 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 you know, reasonably, right? Some people, I, in my opinion, some people are just or they need to see somebody for a longer extended period of time. That's just maybe that's how some people are wired. But so that's the other part. But the second part is, um, being a professor, being a teacher. I've never, I've always had, I've never had really good teachers. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the education system did any um, favors for me. Um, I don't think it. They really tailored their teaching for me. I remember having this one experience where there was I was in fourth or fifth grade. There was twenty or twenty five of us, and we were all told to go to this um, this like a, like this cupboard or whatever. Because on on the cupboard was like a piece of paper that was taped to it. It was like a seven by eleven, you know, just like letter stock paper right I sound like the office <laughs> but basically literally literally, um, the teacher was like read that shit and then do what you gotta do right it was like it was like instructions to do something right and as my classmates were reading it you know they slowly like left because it got done and I was the last one reading it I was still the last one reading it my teacher basically was just like why are you still reading it you've been there for so long and I'm like and it was like the meanest thing, and and, and, and I and I think about it. Obviously, I'm, I'm like telling you about it, right? So, like for me, um, learning has oh, hasn't very, hasn't been fun for me. Mm-hmm. But I found that you know through the last couple, you know, years, that it is is it's a fun thing, and I think it's it's really important, right? But. You tell a fucking kid to go learn. He's like, no, dude. Yeah. He's fucking gay. Right. Right. right? So it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I think there is a, there's better ways to connect with kids, and I don't know what that way is. Sure. But that's kind of where I'm at. So I am like in a, kind of like a crossroads a little bit, but I think um, the basis in which I need to build my my skill level could be going into um, a master's program in mental health counseling, which focuses on family, couples, and kids, mm-hmm. which is where it could be. Um, and that's kind of how uh, that's where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah. Does the creative side of it tap into this at all?
1: Like, you're you're acting or singing? Yeah, I think so. I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like when when I'm when I'm when I'm up there, talking to people, I do have. I'm pretty animated up there. Mm. I'm pretty animated, and I think there's a lot to say about people who are musicians, right? Musicians are people who are. Um, have you ever looked up? best jobs for empaths at all I, because I because I, like I, yeah. I imagine I imagine I imagine you you, you, yeah. have, you have some qualities of an empath right yeah. so basically things that empaths are not so basically when I was looking up jobs for empaths the, the things that they were saying about what jobs you shouldn't take if you're an empath is a job where there's like a shitload of people and there's a lot of politics involved mm-hmm. and things like that there's just too much chaos right mm-hmm. um that's worth. why I
0: failed at consulting <laughs> yeah like, I,
1: I, like I'm not I'm not I'm not the super best at my job yeah. but it's like it's it's there to pay the bills right Yeah, and I'm not proud of it either like I don't like going into work and not mm-hmm. giving my all mm-hmm. but it's like at some it's just at this point I'm just kind of like yeah. learn what I what I can while I yeah. do my thing Yeah. Um, but anyways just to kind of kind of what you were saying Um. I'm I'm very good at communicating emotions because I've been practicing it for the last 12 13 years of my life like when you when you sing like when you sing or when you act because i i came from a very like entertaining kind of uh, background Mm -hmm. you have to speak from a place of truth yeah where where it is and i think that's i think i'm good at that and Mm -hmm. it's weird because i would have never ever said in like the last couple years that i'm good at something but it's like Mm -hmm. i know that i say it i say it not with cockiness but i say it with confidence and i say it yeah. I say it with um, with proof that like I've done these things before and it's not out of a it's out of any place of like arrogance or anything right. but for the record I never got that feeling of but, but, <laughs> of, but,
0: like, of cockiness but like, and... like I've but like,
1: I've always gotten that when yeah, I said it to myself sure exactly like, maybe, maybe we I don't know I, I would Asian that. people exactly I'm not, yeah I'm not sure if it's with an Asian thing but like you don't say stuff like that right like, I'm hella you good at this you right? exactly
0: like it's hard to it, you don't yeah you don't talk yourself up you,
1: you don't know? exactly yeah. but
0: uh, but humility but, is what we you
1: know value more humility yeah. in, in, in our eyes is kind of like you don't say good things about yourself <laughs> which <laughs> right. which in my head I'm just kind of like right. that's kind of a recipe for uh, I don't know maybe low self esteem I don't know yeah. because you because you have to take inventory for who you are right yeah. yeah, if you're bad at something say you're bad at something and either make it better or focus on what you're good at and do, or just or do both right but i think right. there's a there's a strength in saying things like hey i'm not good at this just as much as hey i'm not or i'm 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 good at this right
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i think at, at at the end of the day i just really just uh want people to see their their potential cuz i don't i don't think many people see it enough mm-hmm. and i think that's just a lack of um of a lot of things man i can't say it's one or the other but it's right. uh yeah, dude, the world's world's fucking chaotic, man. It is. Like I graduate, I'm like, yeah, I gotta figure it out. And I'm like, yeah. my twenties, dude, like, no. I'm sure yours too. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I know. What the fuck am I it's, doing it's, right now? It's
0: pretty much like a crapshoot the whole time. <laughs> that's why
1: like that's why like when I talk to like uh, when I talk to like uh, kids in college and they think they know what they're talking about, I won't I won't I try my best to not talk to them like I think I'm because for me I think for a while I thought I was better than people I was older than mm-hmm right mm-hmm. because there's that seniority like yeah you'll never You've know gone through you more life like yeah yeah experience more. but <laughs> I would say there's some truth there in some capacity I'm not gonna say it applies to every damn yeah um like a college kid but I don't I don't think uh I don't think college kids understands un, like I don't think a lot of college kids understand how it feels to graduate from school, which is very structured. You study, mm-hmm. you get A's, you're good. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. All grand like like grand scheme of things. But then but then you get to like the job market, and you're just kind of right. like, oh, so you're telling me if I don't figure out my life, then I'm just gonna be doing this all day? So kind of what I'm saying is like college kids haven't had to endure that forced existential crisis yeah. that adults or like young adults like you and I have had to endure, right? Yeah, It's it's a process and it's something that changes you as a person yeah. a lot because you have to. You have no choice but to figure out what you want to do with your life. Definitely. Otherwise, you're going to be unhappy your whole life. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know. I, I, I never expected myself to be in that you know, I, I definitely came out of college, like, I got my job offer, like, the beginning of senior year, and I was yep. like, I am set, I am killing it, like, I see all my other friends are just like, oh, I don't know what to do, and I'm like, still looking for jobs, and like, it's I, like, springtime, graduation, <laughs> and I'm like, I've been set for, I've been coasting for the last, like, seven months, yeah. and, um... And then you start your job. You're and, like, then you, yeah. and then yeah, this I feels job, I feel like, off. off. Well, yeah, exactly. Like what? Wait, what's happening now? This
1: feels off. I don't want to do this. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, but but yeah. And then also to your point of like you know colleges and stuff, basically uh, providing that structure for you. Yep. Like even that is true for the workplace too, where. You know, your, your managers or, or part of leadership would tell you what to do. And, like, mm. you know, like, just follow this, you know? And, and there's no
1: no sense of... A good manager shouldn't do that, though. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And so that's... I, I just say all that because that's what, like... Um, that's what entrepreneurship
1: has been doing is like all right well now i literally have to figure out everything on my own and uh you have two jobs as as an entrepreneur that that i've learned like because like when i was thinking about leaving my job and just doing whatever entertainment full time i thought it was just one thing right be hella good at acting or be hella good at music but that's not the case anymore yeah because when you're because when you're done because when you're doing that now you have two jobs now yeah you have the arts you have a business now, yep. so it's like your your life got twice as hard. You got to learn two things now exactly. at the same time.
0: Exactly. So. this is the type of stuff
1: that I think even older people don't God. don't get. You no. know? And what do you like, mean older people don't get? Like the... well,
0: so I remember at, at consulting again, right? I was at, at like a networking event, you know, some yeah networking event that my department was selling, and mm-hmm. I would try to start a conversation with one of my <sighs> managers and like, so what do you? what do you like to do? Like, what are you excited about? And like, what are you up to these days? I'm like, ah, it's just work. And you know, I'm just kind of hanging out. I'm like, okay, but like, do you like, Hold what do you you find fun? He was probably Hold like 40,
1: 50 or something. That's kind of young though, ish. Like, relative yeah, to us. Still, I mean, it's, it's still not
0: halfway much. through life. Okay? <laughs> it's still pretty old. Uh, we're only about a quarter in. You know. <laughs> How old are you? I'm th- 29. 29. Yeah. Nice. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, so I would ask this person and, and then there was just no passion or excitement that came from his, from him. And,
1: uh... I'll play devil's advocate real quick. Okay. Does there have to be passion in his eyes? That...
0: Um, it's a good question, right? It is.
1: I'd say
0: that, I'll just say that in the moment while I was asking that, I was, I did feel myself become a little sad, you know? Mm. Um, not out of pity, right? I'm not trying to say that, like... I think I know where you're going with this. Though. Right? Like, no, I'm not trying to say, like, you know, that you have to have... It's
1: like, oh, you're not living your full life.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, which is something I'm tackling. It's like, obviously, I can't, like, I'm not gonna hear... I'm not here projecting, like, everybody needs to just, you know, live your full life and shit, right? But... But it did make me feel like there was something missing for him to, uh, to, to, to explore that, you mm. know, like, so I, I bring this up because like, even, I think this is just the type of thing that like, you know, it's really easy for us to not think about and we'll just go on living life. What is? Passively. Um, you know, just being able to be creative or expressive or, or being able to, uh, Think about all these things, like have these types of conversations mm. and um, reflect on whether or not your life is working in the way that you want to. You
1: mm. know? Um, for, yeah, I appreciate the clarifying questions. Uh, <laughs> those are good. No, but people have different definition of things. And I'm an analyst, so it's like I have yeah. to know what you mean when you say yeah. certain things. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, yeah, when people are just kind of letting, like living life passively, thinking that they have to go just continue the certain path like you'll end up in a place where you know you just I don't know things don't seem exciting anymore.
1: <laughs> interesting
0: no that's, that's that's fair I don't know what do you what do you feel like you're
1: still kind of stuck at though like mm-hmm. in, in how you want to help people I think I think what I'm stuck at is like I'm still trying to figure out my life I mean just like everybody else's I'm sure right but I don't, I don't, I don't know if my decision of wanting to go, like, I don't know if this interest in mental health counseling is because I'm seeing a therapist and it's a problem that and, and there's issues that I'm f- fixing. Like, I don't know if there's there's like some recency bias. I don't know if it's even a phrase. If there's any like recency bias, A.K.A. I'm getting help and it's interesting to me.
0: Yeah.
1: In some capacity, yeah. I think right. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing. But I I'm, think
0: I think a lot of people are, do end up helping in the way that they
1: probably would like to be helped no exactly right? exactly and yeah. it's not a bad thing but it, I, the, the the questions that i ask myself is how much of it is one way or the other mm. like if it's 50 50 like, like are cool you really
0: doing it for them or is this really for yourself exactly like okay. i like like like
1: we're we're th- my my belief system is like we're all selfish creatures and i don't i don't use selfish in a very bad way ever right like being if you're selfish it's, it's fine just don't be self-centered right Yeah. like do what you have to do if you don't want to hang out with your homies fucking stay home and do your shit right but don't be self-centered don't be a fucking asshole and mm. I've always felt that way mm. um, so my, my question is do I want to be in the mental health counseling world because I've had mental health counseling in my life yeah. and it's a recent thing or do I really want to help people right Yeah. Um, and the more I think about it I think it's always kind of been a bit of both right I like seen the growth in myself um, and I also like seeing the growth in other people, so that's kind of where like the gray area of thinking comes into play. Is it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? Right. And I think I find value in um, seeing seeing people hit seeing people grow from the crossroads they've been at for a very long time. And I don't think there's anything much more rewarding than that. And I've talked to plenty of therapists. I have two friends who are therapists, and they're like, not it, it doesn't fucking pay shit, dude. I fucking love it. It's like one of the most rewarding things ever. You can't really measure it, right? It like, yeah. Like, when when somebody has a better day because um, of the things that you've told them, it's just kind of like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, not only is it going to help you, but that person that you help is going to help other people. Yeah. And it's like a very, like a, it's a very, is it a humbling experience? <laughs> it's humbling. It's just kind yeah. of like, fuck, dude. No, like yeah, dude, your ego is definitely set aside. It's, it's set aside I think for me, it's kind of like um, it, it makes you reassess what is it life is about, right? Is it about the bottom line?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. Is it about people? Maybe. You know, it just makes you question mm-hmm. things, right? Because I've made I've made twice the amount of money I've made since I started, right? And I've my happiness has been the same. Mm-hmm. It like it doesn't, you know. So it's like I. Um, looking at things in a different lens nowadays it's about giving back because you mentioned the hesitation was worry that this
0: is only something you want to do because it's a recent thing that you mm-hmm. are working on but i think that's like where the most power can come from is helping others in the way that you've been helped you know that's
1: a good way to put it
0: <laughs> i like that actually and that's a good way to put it yeah and, and i think then then you know you can relate better to them and really, like, understand, yeah, where they're coming from.
1: Yeah, empathy, man. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't express this stuff over. I fucking hate texting, by the way. Like, yeah, it's not, no, exactly. It's, my, it's not exactly. my texting for me is. At, like, the extent of it is, I'll be there, yeah. No, <laughs> for sure. It is.
0: Oh, for sure. I tell everybody that, like, I only text through notifications and like logistics. Like, yeah, because a lot of what we talk about in person, you, you come up with on the spot, like, you, you know, things on are... the
1: spot, and like, you, like, I the cadence of my voice is yeah. not reflected in mm-hmm. text, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can say the same thing in different, um, you know. Varying degrees of like pitch, whatever, and it changes the whole entire meaning yep. of it, right? Yeah. So, like, I fucking hate texting if I don't have to I do know. it,
0: but yeah, it wasn't meant to be our prime form of communication, uh, but we are using it that way. Yeah, and it's that's heartbreaking
1: for sure. sure. <laughs> I do have a question for you though. Yeah. So when I was talking about my crossroads into going to mental health because it was recency bias, but also do want to help people, you said that you can relate to that a lot. Oh does yeah! Like, what does that like? What does that look like? Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I I, I mentioned that just because I have thought
0: about that. Where if I hadn't gone through this this path of trying to understand myself or, or trying to like increase my own emotional intelligence, right? Like, yeah. and and uh, like, would I still be just as happy, or or still be on the path towards? Something that would be making happy in my previous path, like in my previous role, you know, like if I continued going through like being, because um, I, I really did like the role of a product manager. Mm-hmm. Like I liked being able to talk to technology teams. I like talking to people. I like being that liaison. Mm-hmm. If I were to continue that role, maybe in a different field or a different industry or a different company, like could I still have? The type of impact or meaning that you know that I would also love and be satisfied with right or is or am I thinking am I biased now towards because the fact that like I've gone through this whole emotional and spiritual journey (laughs) that I want to like help people that way you know and not through
1: my original passion for technology like um, Hmm. you know So like 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 you're saying so basically, you're basically. It sounds like it sounds like you're still kind of at a crossroads too, right? Yeah. Like, can you go back as a PM and and do your shit there? I know
0: that I can. Sure.
1: And I that's
0: one reason one one um, what that's what helped me like jump off jump off into entrepreneurship to know that like I have the skills to go back if I want to. Yeah. And But there are lots of times where I'm like, okay, I'm not making money right now, you know? And I'm like, so this is where, that's what makes me think about the crossroads. Like, should I go back to something more stable so that I could build something with a foundation? Or should I really go all in and dedicate everything to make this work no matter what? And where are you at right now with, with, uh, with, with that thinking? I'm... It was at like eighty percent towards like I should go all in, you know, into this, and it's still pretty high up there. But it's definitely diminishing now because my savings are diminishing. Mm. So it's like it's like yeah, I think it's kind of equivalent to my my savings, uh, which is unfortunate. It's equivalent to your savings, right? Yeah, my my it's my to passion your... is equivalent to, to my a savings. <laughs> but it's so real and that's what that's the reality of it is that money is is life and so um you know if you don't have the money
1: to support yourself you can't help others so you don't have the means to do other things without capital basically. exactly so you have a lot of options like you want to touch people's lives um but there's a lot of choices that you have yeah you're kind of at it's like uh, what was it the uh paradox, the of, paradox of choice, choice. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah paradox of choice man it,
0: and and I think a lot of it isn't. I I'm right now in a place where I'm like, okay, this is. I'm just gonna see which
1: opportunity takes off. Yeah. You know. You're doing it right. I think. Yeah. You're doing it right. I think. Uh, because I have the have the same issues. If 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 it's hard to choose something, just it's hard, but just choose one thing, right? I think. I think that. I don't, that's my problem Is like I, I'm i a jack of all trades and like I want to do everything so here's the thing like yeah, my advice to myself is just choose one thing but then I question myself like how do you choose one thing it's almost like like I remember when um, because I'll, I'll I'll get anxiety every so often and sometimes it's really overbearing right like it just takes too much of like my psyche I can't focus so my friend was like my friend was like just relax and I'm like what the, what the fuck do you think I've been trying to do <laughs> like that like 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 that's the equivalent of me saying yeah. just choose a thing right so yeah. like my question has always been every, every time I ask for advice or something give me something systematic not like something don't give me a result give me step by step things right. right so I guess I don't have an, an exact step by step thing of dealing with analysis not analysis paralysis but paradox of, choice. paradox of choice I don't have a thing for that um because if, if, if the, the choices that you have are at the same priority level, then what do you do from there? Yeah. Like, like these things yeah. are just as good, like, yeah. then what, like, yeah. what do you do now, I right? Exactly. I think, I think that's where, I think I'm kind of figuring it out as well, I'm talking, maybe self-awareness would be a good first starting point. For me to answer
0: just for myself,
1: it, it would be to think about revenue generating activities just because if money is the, is the one kind of limiting factor. Want to focus
0: on it that. is now like thinking about what, um, yeah, like what problem, like yeah, how, how do you, what, what is the impending problem that is the most important, and
1: that should prioritize your, your kind of Got it. And I think that's that's kind of where the self-awareness thing's come yeah. into play, right? It's like why why are you doing this in the first place? Like yeah. oh, I'm fucking broke. <laughs> yeah. So it's exactly. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's <laughs> do some shit to get your your yeah. your bank account back where it needs to be, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. But that's where a lot of people lack is and like I I I've, I've had these conversations with people and I've had their you know like multiple therapists, right? They always talk about self-awareness it's 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 easy to say but like, how do you yeah what does get that, there? Even, mean? Like, what does that like, even mean yeah yeah exactly like i can say that all the time but like how do you get there in the most efficient way as uh, possible right
0: i think it a really good thing for for me is just curiosity you know like as long as you can just stay curious about who you are and how do you stay curious how other people um
1: curious about like what? what if it, you're depressing? You have the motivation. What's deeper? <laughs> what? I said. I said. What? I said, what if you're depressing? You have the motivation. Yeah, to be curious. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a mental health counselor, <laughs> so I don't. I am uh, Just busting your balls, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but
1: but that's a good. That's that's a good way to look at it too, man. Being curious. It's so hard though. It's still hard to do. It's so it's hard. Still hard it's like it's like yeah, telling yeah, somebody yeah. like, how do you lose weight? I don't know. Really eat less and go to the gym. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it's it's not it's not hard, right? But it's yeah. like the um the routine, like you have to break it into your routine, right? Yeah. Because being self aware requires you to what stop what you're doing, <laughs> think about what you're doing, and then figure out this thing that you're doing. Why are you doing it, right? And asking yourself why you're doing it, host. A bunch of other problems. Yeah. Was well, because my dad, it's yeah. my mom, because yeah, uh, yeah. so and so, so and so. Right? It's a. Yeah. Like, it's. I, I think. I think it's not just work. Yeah. But part of it is also like fear. Yeah. It's kind of like if I dig deep enough, maybe I won't find something I like. Yep. So that's a big. That's a big piece of it too, and. I've always been curious, not curious, but kind of like, how do we get people there faster?
0: I think, actually, <laughs> uh, I remember now, I did watch a TED talk, too, about this. Uh, it's to ask yourself, what, rather than why. Hmm. So if you ask yourself why, it's really easy to become defensive about it, because you'll... Oh, that's interesting. You'll come up that's up really interesting. ...questions, you'll come up with, like, reasons for it, you know? But if you were to ask yourself, what? It makes it makes it easier to contextualize things. Like, what are you doing it for? Yeah. Or why I mean, are you doing it? That's that's all part of. That's also the hard part. Still, <laughs> It's like asking the
1: right "what" question. That's like a whole skill of its own, dude. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel you know? I, feel, I feel like the connotation of the word um, "why" is much more judgmental than "what." Yeah. And like and like the reason why I say that is because like the last um, therapist I was seeing. I keep I keep logs of my emotions right I'll do it like every other day or something if like something nice. bad happens and I put it, it just like whatever happens good or yeah. bad right that way we can like we can scan for that's, trends that's a self-awareness right there exactly <laughs> but one thing she pointed out to me just to go full circle with your why and your what and she was like she was like you you say you say shit a lot I'm like okay <laughs> she's like yeah you, you say shit a lot I'm like yeah she's like uh what do you get out of it like, 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 do, like does that motivate you at all uh-huh. and I'm like no she's like you know what you like you know what you could say instead of should you say could mm. and I'm like why is that and I'm like cause should is a very is a very judgmental word because if you said something like, "Yeah, I should have done that," that's kind of like, well, "Fuck, I sh-. You're shaming yourself, yeah. and there's, there's there's a degree of shame, right? Yeah. But but when you say could, could has like an element of like um, potential, potential or yeah. like choice, right? Yeah. That it's it's not so much like holding a gun to my head and like is like I guess it's not as shameful. So yeah, that was one of the things that she said, and I'm like that totally kind of changed the way that I looked at things. Is yeah. man, I should have went hang out with my friends tonight i'm like yeah well maybe, like you could have but you but you stayed home and it was cool too mm-hmm. right because there's 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 this uh, sense of like guilt that comes with that word yeah. and it's insane how much uh how much language how much language dictates how we think about things yeah right even things like that that we don't even that we don't that we aren't aware slight of slight nuance yeah. slight nuance but it's a, such a big thing man
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Human Up podcast with my guest, Iran Thongdi. I really appreciate you being here and for listening to our conversation. And hopefully there was a value to you. Hopefully this wasn't, you know, a complete waste of time because I would just have even more of an existential crisis. But um, uh, really, I I at least definitely got a lot out of it and, and had fun putting all this together as well so um if you found value of this please go ahead and share this share it with somebody who could use these words i would very much appreciate that and if you are able and willing i would also very much appreciate your financial support i am doing all of this in my own spare time right now uh, while building up my business so any monetary support here would be so helpful in allowing me to keep this going, as well as an indicator that you know this is helping people out there. So I would really appreciate your support at inker.fm/victorung/support, where you can choose a amount to donate on a monthly basis to uh, help me keep this going. Any dollar amount would work and would be so appreciated. Lastly, I also do have a intro to emotional intelligence, sort of a, a 101 training, which you can also get access to at bit.ly slash EQ101training, and you could use that to learn on your own time the five core areas of emotional intelligence and how to apply it to your life. So thank you again for listening to the Human Up podcast, and I will catch you next Monday.